And someone says, I would like to ask, as you're covering your topics, that you also fit in mentioning things about if the move is temporary and you consider returning to your homeland in three, five, or 10 years. Also, if you can quickly touch on how the US or the IRS views the person in question, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So someone is asking about if, if they're moving to the US for, you know, just a few years, three, five, or 10 years. So I guess maybe it's work related or, or something like that. Uh, that seems to be a bit vague. Uh, but I guess you, you want to comment on what the options yeah. are from an immigration perspective for temporary move? Yeah, I'll take a guess. I think what, what uh, this individual is asking is what happens if you're outside the U.S. for a long period of time, maybe on a work assignment or an academic assignment, and you don't want to give up your residency, but you're not going to be going back and forth very much. Basically, I think that's what they're asking. Um, So if that happens, if you are a U.S. permanent resident and you know you're going to be gone for a long period of time, Mm -hmm. there is something that you can do. And before you leave for that long trip, you apply for what's called a reentry permit. And this is a permit that you have to file when you're physically present in the U.S., but you just need to file that permit while your feet are on the ground in the U.S. before you leave. And it constitutes asking for advanced permission to be gone from the U.S. for a period of up to two years. And so um, once that's filed, generally with the first time, nobody has any issues. Um, I've had individuals on reentry permits four and five times. Um, they work for companies abroad, um, and every two years they just keep getting another reentry permit. So as long as you have a valid reason for doing so, um, and you don't have the intent to give up your residency, mm-hmm. it's generally uh, something that can be worked out. Okay, and there's you know there's a rule of thumb that you should at least try to enter every six months. Is that correct, or is it just a rumor? Is that right? You know, this, yes. Okay. I would say I always advise my clients um, to always enter the U.S. at least once every six months Mm -hmm. and don't be outside the U.S. for longer than one year. Because if if you're outside the U.S. for longer than a year, you're going to have been deemed abandoning your permanent residency. And then you've got to fight with the government to try to get it back. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, there's no, to, to answer your question, there's no hard and fast rule at the six-month mark. It's mm. just the point that if you come in once every six months, that's at least a couple of trips a year. Um, mm. You know, keep your driver's license, keep your address and, and whatever else that you do to be, to be a normal resident. Keep all of that active, yeah. your bank accounts, mm. things mm. like that. And um, Generally speaking, there isn't much of an issue. Of course, I would say come as as much as you can. Uh, mm-hmm. Quarterly is better than twice a year. Um, yeah. Every month is better than that. But um, but yeah, generally it, it it's okay for most of my clients if if they're in and out at least once every six months. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And but you know I've heard in my network of people who have been out for just a month or two. 
and they were challenged at, at, at the airport on, on trying to re-enter and some have been detained while, you know. So is there in a situation like that where you're being challenged by the, the Customs and Border Protection officer? Like, is you know, you said you make sure you have your driver's license. So any other documents, like should you keep a tax return, like, you know, utility bill, like what 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 can you use to, you know, make it as easy a process as possible? Yeah. Um, so I think the whole premise of this discussion is how do you, con or not convince, but how do you show uh, a customs and border protection officer that you don't have any intent to give up your residency? Um, for whatever reason, the last trip that you were on was longer maybe than you thought it would be, um, or it was longer than he thinks it should have been. And yeah. so, um, so then you have to explain, no, um, you know, I, I am a resident here. Here's my license. Here's a copy of my last bank statement. Um, here um, is where, or a copy of, uh, if you have kids, maybe evidence that you have kids um, mm. and they live in the United States. Mm. Uh, you know, if you have a home uh, that you're renting, leasing, or own, maybe mm. just bring a document or two with that address on it. Um, you know, a telephone bill. I mean, things like that. It's good to carry with you some things. And of course, tax return information. If you, if you can have evidence of that, then um, that's, that's a very good indication that you don't intend to uh, give up your residency. Okay, gotcha. And of course, if they, have, if they get any further challenges, it'll be good if they can reach out to a qualified uh, professional like yourself who may be able to assist in, in, a, in a situation like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah. if, if you do get into the point where you're not going to win that argument on that day, what normally happens is uh, the officer will take the, the actual physical card um, and they will then issue uh, you what's called a notice to appear. And then you're being placed in immigration court proceedings. And so yeah. you have to basically convince the judge that, you didn't mm. intend to give up your green card. But that's actually, it, it kind of shows that the system is, is good for um, defending people who are residents because it's not like you're out of the US, the government can just take the card and that's it. You mm -hmm. actually have a right to appear before an immigration judge to argue your side of the case. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I used to work at, at immigration court many, many years ago in, in San Diego. And so we saw a lot of these types of cases. And uh, um, you are given a chance to explain what happened. And um, I, you know, I think it, if you do end up in that scenario, it's a good thing that you that you can argue your way, but definitely get some counsel for that as well. Okay, gotcha. Please subscribe, like, share, and comment below. Our books and upcoming events are available at htj.txt. Email us at help at htj.txt to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters.